0: Today's episode is brought to you by BS Productions. Be seen with BS Productions specializing in lifestyle photography and documentary style video productions. BS Productions can help you take your brand to the next level. Go to briannaspas.com. That's B-R-I-A-N-N-A-S-P-A-U-S-E ecom Hey, this is Show Me Your Playlist, the podcast where I, your host, Katie Kruger, sit down with people who stop being polite and start getting real. Nope, not real world, but kind of. It's people in the real world. I don't know how to start episodes. Show Me Your Playlist, the podcast where I sit down with interesting folks who share their stories and most importantly, their playlists. Mm, Yeah, I think I like that one. I'm going to stick with that one if I can remember next week. So, it's Wednesday, and I'm still coming off of a really high, high weekend. No pun intended. Um, Taylor fucking slayed her single release show at Bourbon & Branch. There were like 80-plus people all singing, dancing, and just straight vibing with her. Also, on that show was Barty Strange. He opened up for her. He's about to put out music that is so loud and extraordinary so good he has a sound for everyone blues punk soul it's just so wide to include everyone i found him because brian put him on a playlist they're friends and when he released in a cab which go check it out just released a video that's on billboard so good i immediately did everything To connect Bartiz and Taylor together because their sound just overlapped. And and it was like the universe meant to have them together. And they did. They came together and he opened up on our show. He played some new songs. It was so good. Then we had people over. I made my South Philly tater tots with some uh, provolone whiz. And we had a really good night. And then... Goddamn Saturday's Basement Fest. Big ups to Eric and Melina for hosting one of the absolute funnest house shows that made hanging out at one place for seven hours so damn fun. Uh, I brought a few friends and I made some new ones. I even snagged um, some upcoming future guests and I met another fellow Philly badass lady podcaster, Christy. Of Shopper's Delight. Uh, If you don't know this about me, is that I do have a shopping problem and my desire to thrift 24 7. That's besides the point. Basement Fest ripped so hard. Seeing all those bands play, Poly Action from Texas was cool as shit. Same with Starship Mantis, which I knew was going to happen, but I'm so bummed. They were supposed to be on the recording for the Show Me Your Band Basement Edition. Um, I recorded with Benny. I'm so sorry, Benny, if you're listening. It took us forever to link up because we were both terribly busy. And I did that merge calls to record. And boy, it fucking sucked the audio. It was so scratchy. It was like 90s walkie-talkie. Like, what the fuck? Fuck, it just made me so bummed. Um, but they're such a cool band. Check them out. It's like Prince and Jamiroquai had this little Mars funk baby and brought it to Earth and its starship mantis. Not to mention seeing everyone I got to talk to on last Friday's episode. Philly has some really rad music coming out and I'm so happy I get to create this baby little platform to support them in any and every way I can. Uh, Sunday, I recorded with my friend, Emmy, and we got brunch and some margaritas. And since starting this podcast, I joked that I wanted to make a quote-unquote baby-making playlist. She was a surrogate. She was a dancer. She's a mom. We talk about sex and sexuality and sexual empowerment and everything in between, um, I want to start talking about kind of more real subjects or at least navigating these conversations. Not only is it intriguing or interesting as a listener and to hear different perspectives, but being told kind of on our level, maybe more relatable. I don't know. Um, but I am an idiot who chose sex as the first topic to to discuss. So go big or go home. Uh, sorry, mom and dad. I love you. Oh, and then last night, Emmy and I uh, not last night, but on Monday night, uh, Emmy and I went to go see The Girls Gotta Eat live show at Punchline in Philly. And there we we were like the first table front of stage. Uh, I felt like they're fucking gynecologists asking them to keep scooting closer, just a little more, a little bit more, still not there yet. Uh, fun fact, the first podcast I ever started listening to was about like four years ago and it was guys we fucked uh i like to think of myself as a corinne in the streets and christina in the sheets but i have always kind of just loved sex positive anti-slut shaming podcasts and i stumbled across the girls gotta eat after they had some crossover guests let's say uh because the truth is just a little extra for this intro but i turned emmy onto this podcast and it was a great ladies date in which i had enough cider in me to respond to a crack and anal joke um not really a good combo never in my life have i ever done crack and yeah it was weird and funny but not going to go on a tangent. It was a solid night. I found a new potential podcast guest in the comedy world, and Emmy got his number, so win-win. Enough tangent. This week's episode is with Frankie and Robbie of the band Ivory. I met Frankie through Taylor. Big surprise, I know. They talk about making music, and kind of the not-so-pretty polished parts of it, how, I, how very large ideas can... Uh, Take twists and turns and be messy and find ways to not hate your project and really care about what's going into the music and writing music. Not saying that all other guests didn't. It's just we always hear the final product or how we got to the final product or about the final product and product. And in this episode, you kind of hear everything kind of ping ponged and it was awesome um not going to go too much on a tangent and they they're both Berkeley grads and both phenomenal humans, musicians, so their care is not a surprise to me at all. They also give me soundboards to help me with the shitty audio and Frankie made me a print of this beautiful non-binary deity he also talks a lot about his culture and identity and how music navigated that for him as well um so guess i want gifts now duh just kidding but really uh shout out to scott minner for helping me edit this week's episode i seriously don't know if i would have hit this week's deadline uh, for once i started a freelance gig and my normal nine to five job so thank you, Dick. Just kidding, but like, um. So yeah, right. Kind of an inside joke. Uh. Anyways, please. I'm going to go right into this episode, but please, there are plenty of listeners now, and I only have eleven iTunes reviews. I have like 15, 15 times the amount of listeners each week. Um. Please rate on iTunes. You don't have to leave a review. Just give me the damn stars as you see it. Obviously five, but I'm just saying, uh, share our episodes, share my episodes, follow me on Instagram at showmeyourplaylist. And without further ado, here's this week's episode. Enjoy, and I will see you next week. Frankie and Robbie. Hello. The band Ivory. I love when people say hello right off the (laughs) bat. It doesn't give that awkward silence of like, no, come on. He's like, oh, yeah, we're Hello, hello. Hello. So the band Ivory, how did the band Ivory start? Uh, Honestly,
1: we met, was it six years ago? About? That's about right. Wait, (laughs) is that right? No, wait.
2: 2019? Yes. That's correct. 2000, 2000, yes, that's correct. End of 2012.
1: About six years ago, and we both met at school. Berkeley? Mm-hmm. Yes. Berkeley, yeah. Kay. Oh, yeah, so we met Taylor too, yeah, she was yes. there. <laughs> she, no, she was great there. But we met there, and one day I just came home with. I had a loop pedal, it was weird, like, yes. Sports. I didn't have any experience recording anything, so I did like a weird little asinato riff on there. Okay. That was home, actually, was birthed from that. The first one oh, for cool. our first EP. Yeah. I brought it to him, and then he just he wore an over-progression underneath it, and then I tried that. That was on a U.K. Actually, it was first. Really? Yeah, it looped you. I went through a weird phase. Alright, so pedals? There's a weird thing about pedals. When okay. you have one, then you automatically have 20. Mm-hmm. You know, you can find paints like, oh, I love this paint. I'll go get this other color. Yes. Like, oh, this is, has some opacity. Okay. Same thing with pedals. I went through a weird phase where I just, okay, I want this boss pedal. I want this distortion. I want this phase i will never use. I want this
0: This to each pedal does something different. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes. Each one kind of incorporates a different sound, a different feeling, and so you're just kind of acquiring them, saying, like, you know what? I'm going to make that weird space rock band one day. Like, With the uke, yeah. 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 <laughs> why not? Let me okay. just try those. Uke shoegaze. Yeah. And... Actually, I would probably <laughs> I probably. Like, that's would. actually
2: a really, as I said, I was just saying, no, that's a really good idea.
0: That, <laughs> tap into yeah, that.
1: Goes, oh, okay. Go wear a shoegaze sounds soon
2: as it We need about uh, seven more delay pedals. Look
1: at that face. You're <laughs> like, We're I do not need any, <laughs> any <laughs> more, no more
0: equipment. <laughs> and you work for a music store doing less. And stuff. Right like now,
1: that. yeah. So I actually teach uke there and songwriting and some basic theory to mostly okay. adults actually. Oh really? That's cool. Just like people who want to begin later in life. I feel like ukes are the gateway to
0: string instruments for adults. Yes. Mm-hmm. A lot
1: nice. of it carries over so I'll teach a lot of principles that are for any musician. Okay. So rhythm training, some maneuvering on chords, how to read a lead sheet. And you can pick up any other instrument and apply the same things too. Nice. But ukes are good, it's that very intimidating. Okay. Little, you yeah.
0: But sometimes the most sound can come from that, like a most intricate sound yes. without knowing it. Because it's more, yeah, you can just
1: instinctually do things instead yeah. of overthinking.
0: Fair. Very possible. What do you do in the daytime? Do you do audio engineer?
2: I do some freelance engineering and producing. Cool. And producing is like sort of that sort of where more. Where, where yeah, yeah. He's Um, my when I know all this
3: Hell yeah. Yes. So
2: yeah, I'm the guy that like spends hours in front of the computer with just like a bunch of instruments around me and just How the fuck do you do it? Uh, (laughs) uh, Um what weed. Yeah, (laughs) okay. No, I completely you (laughs) zone
0: in real good on
2: it. of like nervous breakdowns of not doing anything and then like I'll do a thing where I just won't do anything for like a week and then I can just sort of knock out like a whole bunch of stuff in one day and it's like not super healthy but it I
0: feel like that's the pattern yeah. though and I don't feel bad about where I'm at in my mental state <laughs> it's, yeah. at all Good catalyst for work Good catalyst
1: for work. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah do you get ear exhausted
2: definitely get ear exhausted how do
0: you combat that ear exhaustion I'm just now fuck everyone listening I'm, I need advice <laughs> yes.
2: With music stuff, mm-hmm. I'll tend to just find something that's not music to get my brain out of that. So Podcast. like podcasts, <laughs> podcasts, TV, books, audio books. Book, audiobooks. Audiobooks. Oh, great, yeah. Even like if I'm home, like TV. When I wasn't doing music, like mm-hmm. really professionally, when I would go home, it would be you know maybe 50-50, I would put on music or put on TV or gotcha, something like yeah. that. If my ears are tired, the last thing I want to do is try to like delve my brain. And my brain won't just listen to music in the background; mm-hmm. it just hangs it computes all the little everything. exactly. It computes yeah. everything, and so I, I can put on like an episode. of the West Wing, and my brain will turn off. Oh, how I'll we s- love the West Wing
0: <laughs> yeah, to so just go back yeah. to. You know, <laughs> I'm a big <laughs> proponent lessons. of <laughs> the West Wing yes. and yes. restarting that all the time. Oh, but that's so good. So, you guys started six years ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. How did it kind of start? I know that you said he helped you with the song, and did you guys decide from there, like, okay? He's the mastermind. He knows to take my vision in the right way, and now we're gonna create a band.
1: Yes, somewhere in the middle. Cause I have, <laughs> in my head, I also I do some production, but not. He really refines it. Okay. Our songwriting process is a little bit non. It's like unconventional, sort of. I tend to record my songs into GarageBand actually, <gasps> Ooh. Um, mm-hmm. and I'll do usually the chord instrument first, mm-hmm. and then I'll write my melody on top of that. And then I'll add my little decorations, so to speak, so the violins and woodwinds and that kind of element. So a lot of the world element you hear yeah. will be from my contributions, and then I give it to him, and then he'll edit. Because I do a lot.
0: Yeah. When I first do it, I was
1: like, i like-, think? <laughs> was like, oh, we'll take this isn't an it And then it's beautiful. Like, oh, it looks great. Yes. And sometimes you need that editing eye
0: because you have like 50
1: proponents like oh
0: all God, like, in there so...
1: and then you're like actually we yes. just need 10 it's like right. 10 yeah. oboes and two clarinets like do you really need all these oboes like no you're right
2: yeah or sometimes it'll be okay. just a verse and a chorus mm-hmm. or like a verse a chorus and a bridge and something like that and so I'll take that and I'll take it out into Pro Tools and then I'll expand it into the full song so sometimes the 10 oboes don't need to go in the first verse but they yeah. can go in the second verse gotcha. and so it's filtering through through stuff like that I mean he's really more the creative mm-hmm. I do the weird stuff he
0: does, do the very, yeah, does the weird stuff all of your ideas yes. are like out there you're like yes. oh here's these 50 ideas now you yeah, into
3: something let's edit this down. <laughs> yeah.
0: oh that's so good so how would you describe your band to people who are hearing you for the first time
1: i've lately i whittled it down to i think it's accurate description world fusion indie rock
0: I like it. Somewhere I like think that is a good description. I'm hesitant
1: to use worlds because I know it's a very generic term. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great music out there that isn't just. But when I was at Berkeley, I had an opportunity to study Middle Eastern and Indian okay. music. And I dabbled a little bit in Caribbean music. And then I'm Venezuelan, so growing up with also Latin music. music and yeah. So a lot of that influenced sort of the flavor kind of, that I hear. Yeah, yeah. It kind
0: of like seeps through. It seeps yeah. through a
1: lot. And then with him, like I've always loved rock music, but I never mm-hmm. played it. I don't know okay. instruments that fit in orchestras or that kind of setting but he plays bass and drums and guitars and he has more experience in that so I rely on him to like how do make us cool you know
0: (laughs) but you give all these very interesting sounds Mm -hmm. and then you kind of go in with that rock centric and being able to make it kind of palatable for everyone in that it's a
1: strange duality I've I've realized that our dynamic is I'm more of the feminine Mm -hmm. element of this all and he's more of like the, the masculine uh, grounding and together okay. it makes this nice spectrum of flavor. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: of course. So, what would you say are some of your direct influences for the band Ivory and for yourself each? Hmm.
3: <laughs> I <laughs> gotta <to laughs> think No, there yeah, there is. Is. Right off the bat, the first thing
1: that comes to mind would be Radiohead.
0: Okay.
2: I was actually, that's actually the first thing that comes to mind is, if I may, just like sort of the ability to not be stuck in one
1: thing. Gotcha.
2: To take music as, as far as you want it to go mm-hmm. and as far as
1: where like, We've tried it all. I've, I've tried to We variety. really have. Like, we've yeah. gone all the way. We've tried doing um electronics or electronic. Or yeah. Like, yeah. Do we like the color on us? Or, we tried doing sort of Amy Whitehouse-esque horns and...
0: Like very retro. Yeah. And, that yeah. and then, oh, like, yeah. All yeah. yeah. So
1: there's plenty of songs on the shelf as well. Mm-hmm. I think we finally honed in on that middle ground.
0: With. Okay. Yeah. So I realized with Radiohead is that they go into the studio and they basically like hibernate themselves and they constantly push and push and push yeah. until they... Put out this product of what they want and every album is so different and every album is something that they're striving to be a little bit different and it took me a while i didn't like radiohead for so long <laughs> Yes! yes. I, <laughs> like, Everyone, I, this, that was Robbie going yes. in.
2: No, I had the same, the very same experience where I was like, I, I had a friend who tried to get me into Radiohead for a long time, I was like, eh, you know, like, whatever. And then somebody gave me brownies and took me to see them. Oh, yes. <laughs> After that, I had You
0: had a, an emotional connection. It was,
2: I, it was an experience. I don't know. Like, after that, I just, seeing them live is like, I don't know if you've had the chance. I mean, it's really a very...
0: Spellbounding moment. Yes. I've seen videos. Like, when Taylor went to go recently see that... Them at mm-hmm. Wells Fargo.
2: Oh, should I see them? Yeah. Oh, the it was, was great. Seeing those videos, you just instantly are amazed by the sound that they produce. It's, they don't play with tracks. I mean, gold sort These are of, golds. but like, it's everything is like all controlled on stage and like to be able to do that and like they really replicate what they do in the mm-hmm. studio live, even though their They're, records are very produced. Yeah. Like, they managed to pull that off live and it's like to, it's as very a musician fun to as, watch that yeah. happen is just you're brain just kind of explodes and of course they have giant touring budgets to be able to do that stuff and but like, amazing
0: lighting performers. oh
2: they're yeah their lighting, light, and lighting and set design yeah. and all that is just second only you
0: know. to fish concerts <laughs> 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 so funny I respect a great production but as a non-musician just knowing how as a musician a place is sound. You can't always control who's editing. Those bands usually have their own engineer out on the road with them that are yes. doing it. But you still can't control the sound of a venue. And you can't right. control no. you know how things are gonna go throughout the night. And the fact mm-hmm. that anyone who sounds just like they sound on record, knowing that it's produced, is just completely mind-blowing Absolutely. and respectable either way there was just a part of me that was musically it was just tom york's voice wasn't mm-hmm. and then i went mm-hmm. and listened to pablo honey oh and, you went all the way back oh i went all the way oh, back, back. And nice. pablo honey is now one of my favorite albums oh, because okay. now i can listen to it and it's different and it's not the same sound as like okay computer which is something that mm-hmm. doesn't always like not all the songs on okay computer i still am like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But Pablo Honey, I can listen from start to finish and be like, I like listening to this. Mm. Also, for a band who's striving to have that as their goal of Radiohead, if I can just say for the last like six or seven guests who all have different background have put a different Radiohead song on. The huh. fact of like people of they all, yeah, yeah, kind of all connect each other. So, what instruments do you each play? I play everything, anything. <laughs> Pretty
2: much, he just played
0: a flute from <laughs> we don't know where, some yeah, Asian, Asian country. Asian country. <laughs> <laughs> We're
1: speculating Japan or China, yeah. Japan, <laughs> Japan. Yeah.
3: smiley racist. it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> hilarious.
1: I play, on the records, we primarily play strings, mm-hmm. the flutes. There's a lot of flutes in there. I love flutes. my main instrument. Okay. Um, the early EPs, there was a lot of uke. Yeah. It had this weird, like, identity with, I'm going to play the uke goddammit. <laughs> <Do laughs> <it was> like, <laughs> like, no guitars on my records. I grew out of that quickly. And lately, it's Did been, Robbie uh, help you grow out of that real quickly? yes. Because yeah. okay. I wanted to achieve the sound, and I'm like, oh, it needs guitars. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Okay. And then I I'd sing. I'm the lead singer.
0: Okay. Yeah. And you, Robbie?
1: Stuff that's out,
2: I'm playing mostly
1: bass and
0: guitar okay.
2: and keys.
0: Cool. I love keys. The okay,
2: yeah. new material that we're working on, I'm also playing the drums. Nice. So, kind of expanded out to that. You kept
1: it very much in-house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we decided
2: to... What we're working on now, like it's pretty you much just us. Yeah.
1: Like we're the band diary, and it's kind of ironic because we're not really a band. <laughs> <laughs> so we mix and match. Honestly, uh we do have a consistent guitarist, okay Matthew White. He works oh, yeah. with me at Bruce He's phenomenal. I love you, Matt. If you're listening to this, <laughs> Hi, Matt. he's great. He's added a lot to our sound. Okay, um, he's very consistent. So I would say he is definitely part of. It. And when we play live too, because
2: oh he, yeah. he sings Super like vocals, yeah. harmonies, okay. and stuff like that, and he could not do
0: that. With so he's a great addition to the yeah. band. And oh, then absolutely. do you have like rotating musicians when you play yes, live?
1: Yes, we've had. So Daniel de Jesus, he's on the cellist, it's great. Um, Daniel, if you listening, hey, Luca. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 he's phenomenal, he has a lot to our sound. We did a backyard session at Bridge in the summer. Oh, yeah, where Daniel played. Where, where Daniel played nice. viola, and he played keys, and I played you. And clarinet. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, yeah.
0: But it requires really trained musicians coming from both yes. of you and it, the music yeah. that you write. Yeah,
1: and we were kind of picky. And
0: we,
2: so we haven't played with a full band, mm. like, drums at all in uh, about a year and a half.
1: About a year and a half. Oh, oh we're starting soon. Yes. yes. Essentially. we gonna,
2: gonna come back soon. We're just, we're just reworking. We first got to Philly, we kind of went, like, one direction and gotcha. Uh, we were leaning like a little harder into the rock kind of aspect mm. and kind of working our way not bad, like not like, bad, but just middle. like a, yeah. like a little less. Just trying to get the Foo Fighters out of it. Kind of went through that phase and like Well rock
0: is so easier to sell to people, to like get on shows and to like if you are a generic present yourself as like custom rock band, Mm -hmm. right? Then it's easier to get gigs in the city than trying to explain this like very unique sound at the same time while you're figuring (laughs) it out. Yeah.
2: But but at the end of the day I don't think it was not really like eliciting the reaction that we were Mm -hmm. looking at people. You say
1: that's right here. no i think what we're doing now is closer to that okay yeah, it's a little bit more of a mixture of okay. soundscapes and strong vocals a lot of contrast yeah. colors you know mm-hmm. trying to transport
0: people to a different thing you know make them feel different things kind yeah. of make it more of like something where like the people are connecting to the music opposed to just like hearing music right, right. Yeah. Just, in
1: front of you i want you to be immersed into yeah. it yeah and that's the biggest goal i think we're finally hitting
3: that
0: i think that when there's multiple instruments and you can hear that like world fusion, like the fusion mm-hmm. of different genres kind of into it, mm-hmm. more people are susceptible of like feeling a part of it than yes. just like a listening activity. Yeah. yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. So what would be an underrated instrument in like your opinion that's not used enough or given enough credit? I wanted to ask this question for so long and you guys are finally the guests. That I <laughs> uh,
2: ask. You prepped us for this earlier yep. and I hope that he doesn't have the same instrument that I have in mind. So. You go first
1: then. Like, I have a couple so go
2: first. Okay, because <laughs> I only have one and I was going to say viola.
0: Ooh, okay and why is viola do
2: you think it's so like luscious and warm and like and thick and like it's uh it's just it's (laughs) like it's like uh you know it's got curves Mm -hmm. like the sound to it is just you know those high viola screechy violin parts that we all love is like one thing but then just to fill out the sound with like a beautiful I just got a beautiful beautiful She's yeah. big, she's 17 inches and she's, like,
1: she's hard to play, she's a big girl
0: oh, like, oh I love it so bad. Yeah. I love it just because I just got done watching Queer Eye and, oh, nice. and Jonathan Van Ness and yes. T- saying everything is she like Taylor and I are like sitting on the couch on Friday night crying, eating dinner and I was just like, you know what I love the most? <laughs> so that Jamie just says she queen and her to every inanimate object yeah. <laughs> I love it! So whenever anyone's like... She's just beautiful. She's and I mean Viola, you just have to. Just have,
1: yeah, yeah. It's just
0: that curve. No right. man holds those curves. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Frankie? What do you think? Was Viola one of them? No, Viola oh. is
1: one of them. I'd say maybe combo. I I love to use you can flute a lot. Oh, okay, those are my two primary instruments.
0: Lizzo's coming out with that flute, so I am. <laughs> she's making it a <laughs>
1: taste really... of
0: palatable for I everyone. Know is. I know. she is twerking with classically. The flute. Yeah, she is classically trained. That's and she goes on. She went on Ellen mm-hmm. and did it. So in her juice video, she dances and plays. Look it up. As, it as, up. We're looking we're up, Lisa, up Lisa in here yet? Lizzo <laughs> bringing back the flu. Yeah, okay. twerking with the flute. Yes. There's video.
1: Any receipts? I gotta so see this. Yep. <laughs> uh, the uke was. I never. I tried guitar for a bit. But I am I have this weird competitive nature where I don't want to fit in at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to play something else that no one else is playing. Yeah. So I picked, the uke was great. It was a great songwriting tool. Yeah. And then growing up, I started on saxophone. And saxophone was great. I, I enjoyed love enjoyed that. Sax is great. That's my. I wanted to be in an orchestra, you know? Yeah. You know, I was listening to the Beatles a lot as a kid. Okay. Like, all these strings and stuff behind them. I need to be in an orchestra to play this kind of music. Mm-hmm. Duh. And then I started doing classical music or flute, and then I realized, oh, this isn't what I want either. And it wasn't until I got to Berkeley where I was able to experiment with...
0: That's great, yeah. And be able to pick stuff up. So, uke,
1: flute... Uke, flute, I've done... So, there's the Bansuri, technically, on the new song that we're going to be releasing soon. We have... (laughs) They have to be determined. So okay. Things have to come together. Things um, have to be
0: just perfect for it Frankie. Does. <laughs> <doesn't> it? <laughs> it's really time
1: a start. It's getting so the biggest. So thing the I next realized, moon cycle. Next <laughs> pretty much it's okay. gonna be that yes. Pretty much the end of the summer I feel like. Is oh a cool. Safe bet to, okay. Yeah. To put stuff out. No, I've realized that I need to be patient with the art form. Yeah. I spend a lot of time rushing through things. And you Quality. Just wanna, you want to get them out, you know? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. This thing about, like, making music, and especially now because you can do things kind of fast, and, like, mm-hmm. we, we're doing pretty much everything in-house, we could just, like, okay, this is done. Let's just get put it out. out. Yeah. And it's like, I want people to hear it. Yeah. 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 And so, it's like, you do that, so and, and it just kind of goes,
3: uh
0: It flops. You know? And then it's even worse because you put all that time and effort yeah. into it. Yeah,
3: yeah. Well,
0: you put all like, <laughs> <it's so good. laughs> no. Please don't flop. Oh,
3: no. no.
0: I completely understand that. You want to make sure that it's right in all aspects and not just because you think it is finished now. Sometimes right. it just needs to marinate mm-hmm. before yes. being released. We've
1: done that where we've Love the song. We've done it. We recorded it. Got the mastering. We're like, uh. let's oh, go yeah.
2: back. Maybe not. Yeah. Well, let's,
1: let's, more like let's just put that on the shelf where it belongs.
2: Where it belongs. Yeah. Yeah. sometimes
0: I mean I trust your judgment because of the background that both of you have. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we're our worst critics. In this particular
2: instance that we're talking about, we had other critics. Oh, that okay. were <laughs> they were like actually yeah, yeah. it wasn't because on our own we were like all right this is cool we like did the thing we we like shot video and did the whole thing yeah. ourselves which was cool, and then well, we didn't do the whole song ourselves. We did the video ourselves. Mm-hmm. The feedback we were getting on the song was Ooh. not what we were aiming for. Gotcha. Okay. It I think are like, getting
1: this, off, this thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> right, I think we need to not.
2: We need to just not do this then. Like this isn't happening for a reason. So but let's it take humbles a step you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yes. And then yeah.
0: realizes like where you need to strengthen or mm-hmm. let go of certain things. Yeah. There's a balance.
1: You don't want to overthink something. Mm-hmm. You don't want to where well, you zoom in so far you can't see what you're doing. You exactly. Know? No. completely. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to do that. Yeah. So you oh, just you gotta yeah. go and just look at the big picture sometimes. And...
0: Especially if you're coming in at like 50 different instruments. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> only imagine. I wanted to ask, this is a, kind of a newer question yeah. with musicians. What does making music and playing music mean to each of you? Oh, look, another one. They hate me. No, no. <laughs>
3: that was
1: great. Oh my God. No, not at all. Do you want to no, go first? No, you go first. i I'm a second. Play music gonna sound a little ch- cheesy and new agey it is in a way my ability mm-hmm. i like to compare a lot of things to magic and yeah. i'm a huge harry potter fan yes so even as a teacher i realized like some people are wizards mm-hmm. and i can determine whether or not you're wizard just by a few things the first time i meet someone. yeah and i like to think when i started growing up and doing music i always had that innate ability to tap into music mm-hmm. and know that it's important and
0: pick up a flute from, the, right, yeah. from Asia and it's just and to start yeah, playing it.
1: It's just in my ears, something about it, yeah. just, it came really naturally and organic. Mm-hmm. and I love doing it. The fact that I'm able to use my own voice, my own body, mm-hmm. transfer literally my own energy through the air into your ears, transfers into signals for your brain, yeah. manipulates you in a certain way how you react, it's, it's a lot of power. It's mm-hmm. almost like magic to me. It is. So when I'm able to pick up my flute and paint a scene for a musical and a mm-hmm. show it's great when I'm able to sing and get my my story across to people and tap into that like oh you see me too. Yeah. Isn't it weird that we're born here and this is what the hell is
0: this? Yeah. It's crazy right? We're making these sounds right. that we never knew like it's a strange, someone told us that we could do this. Exactly. Who to do this? It seems
1: like it's a lot of power to have mm-hmm. and it seems like a waste to not use it. Beautiful. So regardless of what whatever I'm playing, whoever I'm playing with, I'm playing music, I'm using these yeah, instruments that literally manipulate the energy around me.
0: Yeah, and it is magic. It is magic. I love that. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> I don't know Robbie's how to like,
0: call that oh like, oh God, I should have gotten first.
2: I'm like,
1: yeah, I definitely should have gotten first.
2: Should <laughs> have
0: ended with Frankie. Yeah. Wow. <laughs>
2: uh, it's kind of a, it's a combination of a couple of things. Like yeah. for me, it's like the only thing that I'm good at and enjoy doing.
0: Okay. No, um, I completely understand. When you're <clears throat> when you find the one thing mm-hmm. that you're good at, yeah. you're just gonna hold on to yeah, it. Yeah. It's
2: like it's like you were saying earlier. Like he's good at everything, <laughs> and like I mean, he's good at like visual arts and like mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff too. And I don't have that particular skill, but like I can cook, but I don't I don't get like well, I used to work in ra- restaurants yeah. and that kind of stuff. But I don't get the like fulfillment, fulfillment from that. Yeah. And so, like, music is is the one thing that I'm good at, but I do get that fulfillment. But there's also there's there is that like magic is a good way to put it. Yeah. There's that aspect of it where it's like when you're playing and there's an audience, which is not always the case. And uh, <laughs> three or four people. Yeah, When you're playing and there's, and there's an audience. It's and, an intimate audience. And, yeah, that <laughs> and, and, and like, and there's a connection with the audience between the you know you on stage and the audience. Yeah. Like, there's a it's not tactical you know yeah. what I mean it's like it's energetic for me if I'm working on a recording mm-hmm. like you get the mix just like right there like you come mm-hmm. up with this great idea and, and, and things just like click a uh, record I worked on just got some good press you know somebody somebody listens to something that you put a lot of time and a lot of energy into it you yeah. really get it and it's it's not you can't touch it
3: but yeah. it's there it's like instantly
0: a feeling that like there's no description towards it it's just yes. something that like when you're putting all your work and effort into it See, it doesn't have to be Magic or Harry Potter. Still connect. Still connect. Oh, was it Lily Lee was the last
1: one? Mm-hmm. Oh, Lily yeah. was great. Emily Minnell, if you're listening. Yeah. I love her band. You need to all
0: check them out. At Lily Lee. I love it. No, yeah, yes, It's please. fine. But talking about that, you're also working on making your own merch and art designs. I am constantly blown away by your talents, Frankie, sometimes. As a person who does art, I'm just like, you sit down and you do these like Lino prints and yeah. I'm just like, The fuck? What can't you do? But we found out play sports, so it's okay. (laughs) Um, So, what type of merch are you making? And the process of the merch. I'm sorry. (laughs) No,
1: it's (laughs) It's great. You're so right. It's
0: like (laughs)
3: sports. It's humbling.
1: Um, Honestly, I love I love art. That's I hate the term folk art, mm-hmm. but I love folk art. I yeah. love the green colors. I, love I don't clean... think, don't hate you know on I mean? folk art. There's a presence for it. There's a balance between, I guess I'm a little salty.
3: When I, I, go to, I go to museums. Okay.
1: And the fine art is, no offense people, but mostly European. Yeah. And okay. it's surreal. It's realist and it's about mm-hmm. like how great it looks and it's only oil painted. Mm-hmm. And then you go around the corner and it's like South American folk art. Yeah. It's folk art. It just cheapens it a little. Yeah. But I think it's just as much effort, even though that's their styles, to be... It's really clean lines, geometric, mm-hmm. you know, spectrums of colors, and it's really a good representation of nature.
3: Yeah.
0: Also, culture. Right. Folk art in every different part of the world is different. Dutch folk art and, like, South American folk art, two totally different. Very different. Very different. Yes. Usually with the fine art, it's all white. Right. It's... it's kind yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or, like, I don't I don't understand, like, just really avant-garde it's a white cameras with a
0: black dot I can't okay. I'm
1: not being I'm not connecting to it so what is that why is that fine art and this isn't what's what am what's I missing? the difference Yeah. Of it?
0: yeah like shouldn't it all be shouldn't dependent it all be... on the period of the time instead you yeah, know kind Jules. of quite
1: more chronological than it mm-hmm. being like of different tiers but gotcha. if it's fine it kind of adds a different quality yeah not just this is European art of this time like, oh okay I get it
0: European like by the, by the century. Right, exactly. Yeah, or like Opposed limited. to just like fine art and whatnot. And that's it. I bet yeah. a lot of women artists back then would love to have great. that discussed. Oh my <laughs> God. Please. Yeah. Like, oh absolutely. Yeah. Art- yeah. art- yeah. art- like right off the top of my head, Artemisia Gentilici, she was an impressionistic painter uh-huh. and she used to do all these great impressionistic paintings as a young child to get hot and heavy for just for a second. She was raped by her instructor. And Oops. went through this huge thing. So she did this uh-huh. dark period. The beheading of a man. You've probably seen this. is um, It's a bunch of women holding down a man on a bed. And cutting off his head. And it's a very prominent photo that yes. everyone knows. Yeah. And it's like considered fine art. But it was actually dark gothic like it would it stemmed from a place of like everyone's telling me i need to be impressionistic mm-hmm. because that's wow. the time and, and then was... she decided to like break out yeah, and yeah. Be like, <laughs> I was like, no, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. you I don't like, believe no. me we're gonna be handsome men so little little fun little fact, there's the random shit that comes out of my head <laughs> <laughs> so you're making these lino right yes yeah, so back to <laughs> the line
1: of So my process with that was i wanted a way to preserve my art and mm-hmm. i can do it over and over yeah. but still in an organic way. Yeah. So I remember in, in middle school, oh my god, I got a stupid participation trophy. I hate our generation, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> uh, 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 For making a a letter print of a parrot. And I remember okay. enjoying the process. Yeah. And it was kind of a brain tease, because you have to work with negative values yep. instead of positive. It was a weird like meta thing with oh I'm gonna use my negative energy to get it. Make this yeah. the positive comes out. It's a weird so I, I like really that. enjoyed that. So I started with a parrot first because I thought, mm-hmm. oh, I did a parrot in middle school that, and we yeah. start with a parrot. And little by little, I realized, oh, I can take photos that I like mm-hmm. and or drawings that I can transfer onto the rubber. Yeah. And then carve them out and then put ink on them and I can make them into anything. Yeah. I'm thinking about making bolo ties. <sighs> I love bolos. I love
0: bolos <laughs> too. I love I make Yes, baby 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 baby. Baby. let's do, baby. Baby. do it. I like
1: brooches. I want to make little things that I can have a lot of. Unfortunately people don't do little
0: bandanas band- and little things yes. on the bandana. I can
1: do fabrics now with yeah. those it's really it's a lot of versatile. Things that, it's so versatile. And, and that just,
0: is a great reflection.
1: Indeed. Yes. I mean in the whole reason we're called the band Ivory, mm-hmm. I kinda summed it up into this weird meta phrase. Give it to me. That especially this time is political climate, yeah. when we're very divided. Mm-hmm. I like to turn to nature and realize that we look at animals and go to the zoo and enjoy them mm-hmm. and we celebrate them because of how different they are from each other, yep. how they function in nature, how they help one another, how they're a cog yeah. in this giant mechanism we call the world. Yeah. So that biodiversity is important as well in humans, mm-hmm. and I think if we celebrate each other's differences, we can celebrate that we're all part of this. I'm brown-skinned because I was born near the equator, I yeah. needed more melanin to protect myself from the sun, yes. and I eat certain things because... That's just See, because of evolution. Because of Y-Z. evolution, yeah. you know? And so why am I less than because of that? Or why are they more than because of that? You know?
0: It's because there was, I watched the killings, uh, the two killings of Sam Cooke, and uh-huh. I mention it a lot in this podcast, and uh-huh. I probably won't ever stop. But, uh, <laughs> but racism just stems, like, any sort of, like, negative idea of any person just stems from a white person. Like, we created these, like, negatives, so why can't we just uncreate that? Right. Like we screened, easy, but it's not. not it's it's not. not. It's just because it's been rooted for so long that it's socially acceptable to say it. There was an author that was just like, I don't know why you call me these things. You're the one who created it, so you can stop calling. Like, we're, we didn't make this name oh. for ourselves. Like, you uh-huh. did it. And that's just really what it comes down to, is someone is making, like, you, like, it stems from something that was very negative and you have the choice to not acknowledge it (laughs) thank you (laughs) you just have the choice applause here (laughs) just like you have the choice to not use the word like sometimes people don't use the word fuck well you have the choice to to not not. use it and so or not give value to that word and acknowledge it yeah I could go on a whole episode for just
3: that. I, I, very, very
2: unexpected, like, criticized me for, like, saying Jesus, like, an exclamatory, and, like, a non-Christian person mm-hmm. was talking about how, like, he didn't want his daughter to say that because he thought it was offensive, mm-hmm. and, and I thought he was joking.
3: Oh. And I was like,
2: wait, you're serious? Oh. He's like, yeah, well, because he's Jewish. I'm like, yeah. Like, I don't think that that's going to, like,
0: Being maybe like this like is a, where s- you can Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> know, but, <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, I completely understand. But no, I, I totally get that like you don't think it, you're giving value to something that's not right
2: it's just two syllables yeah someone called me a cunt
0: my... uh, like gave me 30 comments of I'm a lying cunt on why wow. that's the whole thing that's well, probably I mean, the get word you said Yeah, <laughs> <is>. <laughs> yeah it's, just, it's, it's, it's like one of those things I'm um, trying to
1: hurt someone calling that it's just yeah it's not know. worth it. It's not worth it, no. No. At Move
0: all. On. I'm very excited to see the merch because you just gifted me a... I did! A yes. beautiful print of a androgynous goddess. Yes. Go- is it just like God it's, at that point? Or I'm or I'm like, i have not saying yeah.
1: deity. I'm like, Is it God or goddess? goddess. I don't
0: know. Because because just, like, like,
3: I'll just say deity. Deity is good. It's
1: open. I mainly just wanted to... I love to play gender. Yeah. I'm not non-binary. Yeah. I'm still he and I don't go by the different pronouns. Okay. But... I love people who do. Yeah. I think everyone should have the freedom to. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And again, biodiversity. Everyone should be able to live their true self. Exactly. And experiment with how they want. I'm jealous of women because I go into stores, thrift stores specifically, (laughs) and I'm like, oh, these beautiful prints they have, and oh, it's too small, I can't wear this. Then I go to the men's size, all these brown ass jackets. I'm like, like, fuck this shit.
0: shit." I want the color. I got you. We'll go thrifting. Perfect, (laughs) I'm really good at thrifting. I will be that person. So what is in store for the band Ivory? So you're going to be releasing some music. What's to come in the next couple months?
1: Next couple months, we just recorded two music videos. Yeah. So they're live
2: music videos. That's fun! Yeah, Yeah, we're
1: dipping our toes into that. Yeah.
2: Kind of like a
0: tiny desk thing, but on uh, a bigger aspect?
2: More like a KEXP session. Okay, okay. Except with nine people in the uh, band,
1: it was, it was a lot of, it was really hard.
2: We, oh, we, like every, we pretty much pulled everybody we know, and Taylor would have been there except I think she had a show that night. I think something. she <laughs> had
0: something to do. With oh no!
1: Oh, there, yeah,
0: <laughs> we had Taylor's accidental
1: ascension of her band. She yeah, played yeah,
2: Taylor us. Played with yeah. Us,
0: yeah. Oh no, what it was? I bought us tickets to the Flyers game for Christmas.
1: Oh, it's fine.
0: And that <laughs> was... <laughs> Sorry. It, no, honestly, no, it, it works
1: in our favor because we had I, strings was, in a booth, and I don't know if trumpet would have been a good, good mix,
3: mix okay. More, Moreover,
2: I was already stretching the limits of the studio with that gotcha. <laughs> many people because we decided we wanted to do the song that has the choir at the end, and so, oh, so not only do so we have nice. everybody playing, we yeah. also have almost everybody singing. Gotcha. It's like There's like nine people and all but... Andy On drums and the Alexia, the, <laughs> Alexia the violin, violin player, were saying everybody was singing other than those two. so oh, wow! It was uh, yeah. crammed
1: in like little sardines. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, if like you, just Gimbold, the band. Yeah, Or yeah. basically we, the band yeah. for the video. <laughs>
0: and
1: Colin. And
0: Colin, yes. yes. Oh, so really. good. So, you're gonna release two videos soon in the upcoming, and you're recording now. Yep. Is it gonna mm-hmm. be like just singles released, or are you doing like an EP?
1: We're still debating that. I think we're going to do singles. Okay. Yeah. I love the idea of singles. It's drips. so fun.
0: Yeah. 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 Test it out. Different yes. mar- yeah. Yeah. yeah, And
2: we have an album's worth of material. I mean, we have mm-hmm. a lot more than an album's worth of material. A lot, but a lot of about, I don't know. <laughs> Three years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just point, At some point saying. last summer, he says to me, he says, I think I just figured out the album. I'm like, What? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like yeah, I just I was going through all the stuff that we that we have like backlogged and and I've put the stuff in order like this and like tell me what you think and there was a couple new songs He wrote a couple new songs last year oh nice so like stuff that we've been been piling up since two thousand sixteen are so. treating
0: it very much with golden care. <laughs> oh and- yes yeah,
1: so I, I mean I I sound so cocky but I love what I do I love <laughs> me. I want to do this. So I want to do it mm-hmm. right. So I think if you put it out there and there's no question yeah. as to my intention, as to your intention, as to anyone's intention, mm-hmm. then it'll be received perfectly. Plus, yeah. it's just you two, so like yeah.
0: you guys are constantly ping ponging ideas off mm-hmm. each other yeah. and working towards each other, and I can't imagine that it's always sunshine and rainbows. Oh but it's great. It challenges
1: because he challenges me. Yeah. I challenge him. Yeah. So we grow. I with feel each like other. we challenge
0: him a lot more. Right? <laughs> just a
1: little bit. Just a little bit. Um, push it, just push I want a ten oboes. <laughs> actually, twenty now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's just not enough strings. It's just it's not enough. Okay.
0: Two more flips. <laughs> Two more flips. I got this one from maybe Japan. So I'm yeah, it on. I do. It <laughs> it's
2: like, I know we have, like, a drum kit, and then, like, another drum kit, and then, like, a djembe, and like, those, but can we have more percussion?
0: I, I, <laughs> I, I literally just say that, yeah. Can oh. we actually have more?
1: Some <laughs>
2: layers, yeah. I
0: would love to be a fly on that wall. <laughs> so are you going to start playing shows as well, like, some live shows? That's, in our,
1: that's our goal. Right now, we have a. A couple of just acoustic shows yeah.
0: house mm-hmm. shows. Oh, cool. I think we want to
1: test it small. Small. Just us three with Matthew. Okay, I'll, I'll yeah. With Matthew. And then eventually we want to incorporate a drummer and slowly build a band.
0: Build it as you're yeah. like getting used to playing the material. Yeah,
2: yeah we're, we're really going to rebuild the live like format of, of what we were doing before is pretty much throwing out what we were doing live before and, I and love re- revamping with the except like math, we're going to keep Matt and then, and then everything else is going to be different.
0: I so. think this is just great information for people who are in the works of building a art yeah. and like don't be married to listening yeah. change any yeah. moment. Yes. Yes. listening yeah, to this to... and feel, and like understanding the process. This is like yeah. what a process is that Absolutely. we're discussing right yeah. now. Yes. And it's such great content. Just
2: general advice trust trust yourself and what you feel about your own art and don't let somebody else direct you in a different Direction, direction than what yeah. you want. I'd direct you into a different direction. Direct- hey. <laughs> I'm not an Englishman. Push, hey. push you into yes. a
0: direction that you're not comfortable, comfortable with. with. Yeah, in or comfortable in, even. Yeah. I think
2: in is a better word than with.
0: Because you don't realize... That yeah. you're in it until you start playing. You're like, this doesn't feel uh-huh. normal. Right. Yeah. Like this isn't. What or the, the
1: fraud police, like your itarers have a tour, it comes mm-hmm. in and you're like, You suck, you're actually not as good as you think you are. I'm also to find out, you and, <laughs> and the model is bleeding back in a
2: different <laughs> song and like yes. <laughs> That
0: Berkeley college degree can suck. Suck it! <laughs> it's just a piece of paper you really spent is. too much money on. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Oh, oh yeah.
0: <laughs> So before going into the playlist, I want to play a song by the band Ivory. Which song are we playing, and do you want to set it up?
1: Oh, uh, this want to do This World? I think, I think we should Let's do that one. Yeah. Okay,
0: so what's the song name?
1: Uh, this World. Would it Would be on our band? This World? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. sweet. We're going to listen to This World. Do you want to tell us about it? Yeah. Because um, obviously there is an intricate working of each song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a bit. Well, this one, when
1: do we write this song? Oh, long time ago. So um... well you should,
2: should preface that he really wrote this one. This uh, is this okay. is this is one of the occasional songs that came to me <laughs> completely finished like start mm-hmm. to beginning and then I just made we it louder. Thank <laughs> you. Okay. Yeah, it's I just, just put rhythm section in it really and and you know the strings
1: and stuff. Essentially the, the song's about my fear of global warming taking over. Okay. It's and relevant it's conflict- issues, yeah. Apocalyptic anxiety, my I developed asthma later. I'm I oh, starting wow. to be really nervous about.
0: Taylor just told me about everything. that. That yeah. like, you've actually been hospitalized a couple yes. times from asthma. Poor. Thing. <laughs> it's
1: great. I love playing Woodwinds while I'm having an asthma. Yeah. Time. But uh, <laughs> I just needed to get that out because I feel like our generation is the only one who cares yeah. about that mm-hmm. and will really be impacted. And so I wrote it into a song, and it so I have a line in the chorus um, mentioning that we won't know the day that the lions will reclaim. Mm-hmm. Essentially, that nature will take over. Again. Oh yeah. Because the Earth will still be here. We won't. We be won't. Here. Be.
0: <laughs> we'll <laughs> but, ice over or flood. Right, all over. Exactly. Pangea will happen uh-huh. in one form or another. You're <laughs> <laughs>
1: taking it a little too for granted. Yeah. Here. Yeah. And I love that AOC is doing so much for the Green New Deal, mm-hmm. all these things. I'm having this hope. There's not enough. There's a lot more forces that are keeping that down. Yeah. And it's about our life here. Like we're, we're in a garage with the car on and the dipshit over there with the key is like, what are you talking what, what, about? not. I can't see it. It's yeah. cold here. Come on. <laughs> exactly. You <see> the snow? <laughs> Look at the snow, it's so cold.
3: <laughs>
0: the the (laughs) typical term it's like global warming well isn't it always warming and it's like yeah but at what speed what speed yeah
1: like celsius like two degrees fahrenheit seriously
0: everyone just needs to watch planet earth i literally cried when the polar bears are trying to find fish and the ice caps are breaking sooner than their like Mm -hmm. their hibernation yeah and oh that's right so they crawl out on the ice and like they go out to go fish and like get seals and like they pack all up and they're out on the ice and it's breaking up and because the winters aren't lasting as long so right. they're used to like their bodies in tune to go out for 30 days but they can only really last on the ice for maybe 26 days those four days if they can't catch food they're fucked oh, yeah. yeah so we are going to play this world and then we are going to talk about your playlist.
3: Protected by
1: ignorance
0: I had from Frankie and Robbie. So I basically asked for songs that inspire you, that influence you, that that you just basically love and yeah. that I listen through. I take it very seriously listening do to like, <laughs> I too. I love listening to it. I try to get a sense of the person who like put it together. Do you guys make playlists outside of being prompted to? Really, I, mean, it's I, mean, even, I used
2: to. It's been a long time since so I have. Cool. Yeah. I feel like the, the, the rock the
0: and roll I, person in you used to. The have The rock and roll person,
2: also just the person in, the, in my thirties, yeah. like where <laughs> like, for, to listen to music. I wanted to. I had to fucking burn like CDs yeah. or like even older, like make tapes. Which oh yeah, on the radio
0: station, like stop recording <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, Frankie, oh, you okay. have no idea what this is about. only <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Uh, (laughs) so I I used to do playlists and stuff and now like I don't find it
0: no, with Spotify you can pretty much can, have oh
1: one. Oh my god! And then Apple answer. Music too. Yes. Anything, everything's
2: out
0: yeah. there now. So, are you more of an Apple Music person or a Spotify person? Uh, what well,
1: I, uh, I say Spotify is great. Is great for the playlist. Yeah. it's Easy to organize everything. Mm-hmm. But then I use Apple Music because it was just with our. Like, we had the time share. Yeah, yeah. We just like run. Okay. But right. I just
2: did it because I have like an extensive iTunes library from before all of when the we the had, to when <laughs> had to download everything. Download yeah. everything, or worse, buy CDs and import and them import into right. your. And your iTunes, like I used to do all that stuff, you know. I uh, so I liked the Apple Music because I can actually scroll through my and even if yeah. it's like there's not all the stuff uploaded to the, th- it's like weird. It didn't work the way it was supposed yeah. to, a hundred percent. But I can still look through the artists and, like, gotcha. see, like, oh, yeah, that's right, like, if I wanted to listen. So it was just a, a matter of simplicity. Either way,
1: they are going
2: to get their .0000003. Right, sense. right. <laughs> yes. yeah. no. Taylor
0: was actually talking to me because I have sponsors on the podcast, and they're like, great. They pay me for every listen. And I was like, I made five bucks today from listening. And she was like, who the fuck pays you? Because <laughs> <laughs> Spotify pays me, like, point zero zero one seven. Yeah. But on it, like, well, yeah, I was
2: like, I'm sure like all the times I've listened to Taylor's record on Apple Music has probably paid her like a dime. Yeah, it's like awful. It is. <laughs>
0: Hopefully, Spotify gets it. I love, I mean, Spotify just bought Anchor, which is what I host the podcast mm-hmm. on, and I was hoping for like an easier integration because, yeah. like, being a music podcast. And fair use is not—it's it's a—it's a borderline, and I never right. want to make money off of someone else's work. But I want to be able to Reference create a platform yeah. and show people so other people listen to it. That fair use line is real fucking hard yeah. to straddle. So I just stop playing certain music, and I play local musicians who give me the permission to play it. I also don't think Elton John is going to be tracking down my, like, $5. Because yeah. <laughs> I love, so on Robbie's playlist, I listened to Robbie's first, and I was walking Harley this morning, and Crocodile Rock just, like, pops on. And it just, like, instantly puts you in a fucking good mood. It does, right? It does. Elton John's great. I don't think I listen to Elton John enough. Is he, like, in a rotation? <laughs> okay,
2: so I kind of try to do mine, like, sort of chronologically, mm-hmm. like, throughout my life a little bit. What so like this. That song is, like, my first time, like, I remember, like, connecting with a song. Ooh. Is that, which is stupid, but I was, like, seven, no, so it's, it's not like, stupid <laughs> it's I really mean, Crocodile yeah. Rock is, like, not, it's, it's it's not a song like, serious song, but recently the first thing that came to my mind was, like, crocodile rock on there and it's like, so Elton big influence and especially as like piano was my primary instrument oh, okay. growing up like the first instrument that I played and like for a long time before I picked up another instrument yeah. I didn't have a lot of exposure to music at that time I okay. guess because it's just you know when you're that mm-hmm. age it's just whatever your parents so mm-hmm. my mom exposed me to Elton John and like that always clicked with me because it was piano driven somewhere in my psychosexual development that's probably <laughs> somewhere related in there like, I'm connecting I'm,
0: to this fantabulous game Yes, it. exactly. I want to be in sparkle. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, he's putting me in a feathery duck costume.
0: I want the golden rings and <laughs> these big sunglasses. Yes. Are you excited to see the movie that's about to come out about him? I, just, I feel like in
2: all of these movies, there's a lot of cocaine use and oral sex being <laughs> Oh,
1: oh, for like, sure. Not a queen. worst wasn't very much oral sex and queen. No, that's what I'm saying. They're cutting all of it oh, out.
2: they're cutting all of it out. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't, I didn't see... Part of the the, I, oh, no! Okay.
0: <laughs> Oh, except they'll leave it in for hetero, right, for the right, dirt. Right, right, That shit that was just on Netflix, very, it is... Too much. It just shows, like, how shitty L.A. dudes are in mm-hmm. the 80s, and how much a bunch of white kids got away with a bunch of fucking bullshit. Uh-huh. God forbid Freddie Mercury has some sex with some men. Right. Because, like, we all knew it happened. Uh, come yeah. on, yes. Yeah. yes. But, like, let's cut it from the movie? No. no come on if you're that- going to do a
2: movie do the movie we
0: had a conversation in my last episode about how they should have just picked two solid years of Queen the influential mm, yeah. years in Odin because Queen had such this extensive background and such right. a long history of different in and out of music and how they got here and is how- of- Is he Indian? yes he he's is India, right? he's Egyptian. Egyptian I forget what else again I'm going to refer everyone to Rock Candy Podcast my friend Maggie and her friend Ashley they do a three part series Oh nice. I am not a historian of music. <laughs> I love making playlists and I love talking about it. But again, go to Rock Candy. They're basically behind the music. To drunk girl. I mean I guess they don't get drunk. Sometimes they get a little, <laughs> little, <laughs> little <laughs> happy. But that's great, like Elton John is just a
3: uh, killer of a man. <laughs> Delia Cruz was on your first of the playlist. Indeed.
0: I love listening to Latin-inspired music, especially music, so I don't obviously know how to speak Spanish. My four years in high school, outside of that, I can piece together, but it's beautiful sounding. And I wanted, is this something that you grew up listening to? It
1: is. It's, again, we both did ours like, chronologically. Ooh! So, so I can just, like, hit down know, hit like where the, we're at here. If life. you want our detail, I'll we'll do 20 songs. But yeah. 10 <laughs> songs, I just want to get little bits of... So that so I was born in Miami okay and that song played everywhere in Miami First few years of my life, I lived in Venezuela, so. Oh really? Yeah, so I always had that exposure to Latin music. Yeah. And every time I listen to Celia it, it brings that like, oh, I need to be walking on Ocean Drive, yeah. getting some sun. Where's my mom? Where's my grandma? You know, getting arepas or rolls, and it's a great coffee shop. They have churros there, and I think the beach. Oh, getting homesick. I'm getting
0: homesick like <are> you. <laughs> Give me. Now. Oh, yeah, that's right. great. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Lately, I'm trying to lean into my tropicalness. Okay. It's, it's home it's comfortable owning mm-hmm. more in, that,
0: in your identity and my identity and my
1: aesthetic and it's like it's just who I am yeah so
0: letting it shine through exactly yeah love it do you guys both have The Beatles as your second song? You do. Yeah. Robbie has Yesterday by The Beatles, and you have Within You, Without
3: You. So yes. I want to
0: know equally your place with The Beatles. Is this something that you grew up with? Indeed. Yeah. yeah. Yes, <laughs> they both looked yeah, at each other and yeah, was like, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Both, we
3: both
2: did. <laughs> you want to go first? you go first? Ever. Ever. All right, yeah. Well, so I actually, the specific cut that I picked is off of their anthology records yep. that they put out in the 90s, and that was actually my first exposure to The Beatles.
3: Okay,
0: it was in like the 90s? It was in, yeah, it yeah. was in...
2: Um, was 10 or 11 like okay. um, this is like such a weird specific memory but i remember i was at like sam's club with my mom and she saw that Beatles anthology set and she said you know i think you need to listen to the Beatles," and bought that it took me a while to pick like which song to put on yeah it, because i was like, <laughs> listening you know going back through that and it's just you know the wash of like memories yeah. and being in the car and this and with the cd playing the whole thing and so i that was just kind of the one i picked because i remember really connecting with that like I'm a sucker for for a ballad, you know what yes. I mean? And, and that version doesn't have the strings in it or anything, and it's just like very stripped. It's down. it's very stripped down, and there's even like this moment where they're like talking in the studio, and like I think that resonated with me when I listen to it now. Like I realized how deep that mm-hmm. in particular, like those kind of weird aspects about that uh, Memory, are cut that they yeah. never use of the song is in that, like, that just kind of, oh, so that's the one Very raw. I like mm-hmm. it.
0: Yeah. I didn't grow up with the Beatles. Mm-hmm. It took me later in life. So I love hearing these stories. Mm-hmm. And I love having that connection to music because I feel like we all have that with albums or music. I remember exactly where I was mm-hmm. when I first got this. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I call it the almost famous moment of, like, lighting that candle sitting down with the record and being lost in it. It's the almost famous moment. What about you with the Beatles? Same thing. That was the first
1: song where I felt I was transported somewhere else Mm -hmm. listening to it. Same specific memory uh, during Christmas when I was first adopted by my Italian family. Oh wow! Okay. Um, And my father, he exposed me to the Beatles, and this album specifically, I just felt like I was somewhere else. Like, oh, this magical again, magic. Yes. It felt like I was in this magical forest, and Mm -hmm. that was my first introduction to Indian music. And ever since that point, like my music's very
0: much inspired. Yeah. That little flavor. flavor. Yeah. What did you guys both grow up listening to? Obviously now the Beatles, but like what were some of the other things that you grew up listening to?
1: For me, it was a big mixture.
0: Okay. Especially for Miami, there's a lot of of
1: Caribbean music. Mm -hmm. I love Bob Marley, obviously. And there's Steel Pulse, Caribbean music, Suzuk. There's another one that's a big influence. Sade. Honestly, my mom loves Sade. I have very specific memories of driving in the car with her. I just remember smelling cigarettes and perfume. listening to Cindy Lauper. So with her, I get these positive memories when I listen to Cindy Lauper. And Sade, she's beautiful. She's a queen. I love her. Also on the playlist. Also on the playlist. So when I listen to her, it just takes me back to my mom. Okay. Driving in the car in Miami. Nice. Yeah. I love those
0: memories. I love how music us to points. certain point smells too, like yeah. his memory music, I try to explain that all the time and I love when other people can understand that, um, I remember the smell, like sometimes I yeah. just remember the smell of my dad he loves that new car smell <laughs> like, the like fake new car uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so when I remember first listening to an album, I'll get you that smell, smell. Uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, son yeah, of, yeah, bitch. Son <laughs> of yeah. a bitch uh, yeah. I don't want this new car <laughs> smell what about you Robbie, what did you grow up, listening Listening to um, Outside
2: of, the you know, Beatles. Yeah, well kind of a split. Like my mom mm. was more into she would call oldies, but yeah. music from the sixties and seventies. Yeah. You know, Elton John and Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. My mom grew up in New Jersey, so Did she love Bruce? Too old for Bruce. Oh. I think she's okay. I think she a little before Bruce. Gotcha. I didn't okay. get the Bruce infusion. I think Billy Joel was sort of her Bruce. Oh, okay. Fair
0: enough. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. She liked that kind of music, and I can't really remember like oh, Bonnie Rate. Oh. I almost put Bonnie on the playlist. I had to cut Bonnie last minute. She just didn't quite make it. it? It's and okay. I was like, no, I'm 33. And there's only so much in my life I can put in 10 songs. Yeah, I love how
0: people get so antsy about the playlist. Yeah. It's as if the whole. I'm like, guys, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Go with what you feel is right. No, but like. Yeah, like. How many songs? And I'm like, well, I mean, it's good. 10 is good for two people. I yeah. usually give like 20 sure. for one person. One person yeah. Frankie was about to have a meltdown. About, he, was like, he was like, ten, and you wanted like influence for us.
3: Oh
2: and I was no, like... no, don't blame that on him. He was asking for me. Oh, okay. Honestly, it was me. It was all me. It was all me. See,
0: uh... <laughs> okay, I'm Frankie Chen is
2: so, really you. So uh, yeah, that kind of thing on my on my mom's side. And my my dad is like a jazzer, like but okay. he's a very specific. I like, love air, the
1: word jazzer. jazzer. He's a
2: very specific. <laughs> my dad's a piano player. Okay. Like, he's amazing. But very specific kind of jazz. Yeah. The music that he likes kind of caps off at like 1960. Gotcha. And like after that, not Every, so much. Yeah. So I myself never never got the jazz bug and like. Definitely tried and have played jazz, and like I went to Berkeley, so I had to study jazz. Yeah. And it just like, <laughs> I know my dad will never listen to this, so there's like, this there's there's ever-present, like, this Bunny thing with heads, me and yeah. my dad, and I think jazz is, like, the, the origin of that. Of, like,
0: nope, just he, not happening. Yeah. There's never that kind of yeah. connection of it. I know this is later down the list, yeah. but uh, Lucius, because you both mm-hmm. have Lucius mm-hmm. on here, this is my favorite find off of both of your playlists, because I did not know about Lucius. Everyone should listen I love Lucius.
1: It's literally everything they yeah, it's do. Yeah, I love Lucius. I love Lucius. <laughs> yes.
0: uh, kind of this indie pop folk rock. I don't want to put them in a box because no, they're, they're fierce queens. Yeah. They That's are right. fierce. Yes. fierce, <laughs> fierce. Yeah. So they went to Berkeley. I want to know more. Give me, give me this. We well, did in an
1: interview for the bookie crew. Yeah. You? Okay. Okay. Yeah.
2: So here's how I found out about Lucius is uh, when I first went to Berkeley. I had in my past kind of dabbled in writing journalism yeah. a little bit and so I was taking music journalism class mm-hmm. I had joined with the Berkeley Group which is their online publication okay. yep. they used to send out kind of emails like here's some shows that are coming up if you mm-hmm. want to review these and one of the things that I got a request that was like on there was Lucius and I'd never heard of them and of course I'd never heard of any of the bands. and so yeah like, I would just go and look them up and, and listen to whatever I could this is again Spotify was not quite a thing yet yeah. so it was still, like, a little harder to find stuff. And at the time, they had, like, a blank page website and, like, four songs on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> That's great.
0: Like... As bare bones as <laughs> It was, like, get. I
2: mean... And it's so which is so crazy. Can you think
0: about going back to that time of where we can't just pull up a catalog of music whenever we feel I like think
1: it? it. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I mean I yeah, I was the guy that used to carry around like the giant C D binder. Me
3: too. Like, C D like, binder. Yeah, and then, the and then
2: I held oh, oh, on, oh, on to my, <laughs> my my brick my brick uh, I, iPod. Uh, iPod classic forever. I have
0: a Zune somewhere <laughs> yeah. down in the basement. Oh, I have an old <laughs> Zoom that doesn't turn on. Why I still yeah, have it? I it know, just I hasn't
2: gone <laughs> So I went to I went to review their show and I was just like completely blown away. Mm-hmm. And this is like before we even met, a couple of months before we even met, and it was just like, this is just wild. I've never seen a band like this. They didn't have a drum kit. Was
0: everything just electronic, like playing the
2: Well, the, so they they have drums, but it's like kind of spread. And, okay. and the guy that plays primarily drums like stands up, and he's just got a cymbal and a snare drum and like a bass drum and then he plays with his hand. percussion approach yeah Ooh, okay. <clears throat> and and then they sing everything together but then everybody else in the band also sings and so they break in these giant harmonies and it was just like So is it My. two
0: girls yeah that are the like technically Yes. and then they have like the r- like band around them band. Right? yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
0: They wear, like, the same haircuts. They have a static Their yeah.
3: voices...
1: They even... Isn't the ribbon mic, like, they use either side?
2: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, sometimes they use, like, one mic that is... Both sides, oh, and so they okay. they face each other with a mic in between them. And, but yeah, oh, yeah, to do that, we you have, out to, both have to you both have behind yourselves. <laughs> it's like from a from an audio standpoint, it's just like I know how much they have to do to make that sound good because it's it's all them. You can't you can't yeah you can't blend them with the.
1: They played like, they played in Philly pretty recently. When did we see them? The oh, internet. that was about a year ago. But a year, was a year um, ago. I felt like
0: recently. Oh so good It was like it's supposed to still be Frankie is technically like a sixty year old man in terms of. We were talking about how he can't go to Funkin' Bowl because it's like 10 o'clock. It's like 10 10 (laughs) o'clock?
1: Come on. I'm there with
0: my cat and watching
1: RuPaul's Drag
0: Race (laughs) and curlers
1: at that point. Not today, (laughs)
0: baby. Exactly. Not today. How loud your heart gets was on Robbie's. And for you, it was so funny. Did you guys know that you put them at the same, like, pretty much almost spot? No. um, And then turn it around on Frankie's. No, you guys pretty much are meant for each other <laughs> pretty that's, much we were like, like right so, towards the bottom that, of it very <laughs> funny wow after interviewing them what was the most interesting thing that you learned about them it's
2: been a while i kind of have to go i have, to, have to go back, back. The, the interview was like i think the least exciting part of that whole just thing because them play. yeah well it was just seeing them play but also so when i, I interview was actually the second time that mm-hmm. i i so after i reviewed the show i reached out to them to interview them oh okay and yeah, it was like Jess texted me or called me. I was like I'm like on the bus and she texted me and she's like, Hey, just meet us over by Berkeley and like you can just ride with us up to the up to the show. That's amazing. And it was like <laughs> it was just like, like is that is a is daddy's music store still over there? Like, uh no, it's a guitar like no, it's a guitar center now they're like, Okay, well we're gonna go to the guitar <laughs> center and just meet us over there and like
0: So sporadic. So so like, very
2: sporadic <laughs> and crazy. So it was like this cool experience of like getting to kinda of hang out with them a little mm-hmm. bit and then doing the interview, which at the time like didn't we were talking about like well, when we were off uh, mic yeah. about having the questions and then like using things that Hit somebody says to kind of flow. and like I did not I had no flow oh. it was just like question okay Answer. cool question and, and their answers were amazing kind of interesting to see who's verbose and who's not yeah. because it was all five of them and so like Jess and Danny are like the talkative mm-hmm. like were the most talkative ones and so like it was very it's interesting to get it's interesting get to see who pops out mm-hmm. personality
0: wise yeah I yeah. love Miami. Now knowing that you lived in Miami, Cali Uchis. So Cali Uchis, yeah. Oh my god. So she talking about her. She was on my first episode with Simone, but probably no one can fucking hear it because the mic was cut out. But we <laughs> talk about her because Simone had found her and I was like how did you find her? Stella. How she is amazing she's and here, she see Her
1: fashion, if you follow her Instagram. Like, I
0: don't, and I feel like now I need to. It's,
1: it's this like it's glamorous meets like chola. Ooh, yeah. This I don't know. It's but it's so expensive looking, yeah. but also that kind of hood vibe. Yeah, she's Colombian, so she takes like, okay. from Colombia. And she travels back and forth uh, to the States, but yeah, I fell in love with her recently. She's the most recent like inspiration. Yeah. To kind of I, own my latin because she does it so well. She, okay,
0: I should do this. She does, and I remember it playing, and I was like, I've heard this before heard this and I was like I'm so happy I get to talk about her <laughs> and people can actually hear it people, yeah, mm-hmm. cool. everyone true. should go listen to Callie Uchis Am I saying it right? U- Uches. 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 Yep. Uches. Yeah, yeah. I try to always say it because they repeat her name in her songs at least like, yeah. it oh, It's so good Miami everyone has to check her out no one can hear us talking about it on the first episode <laughs> at all Um, I also wanted to talk to you about lake street drive bad self-portraits really intense song lyrically yes it is i just talked to sienna about her new favorite band oh
3: they're great and i just
0: want tell me about them so they're
1: also a boston-based band
0: oh they were
1: before we went to berkeley they went to NEC. oh okay which is newly conservatory as a teacher berkeley who knows them
3: Right. Oh,
1: Omar, oh, yeah. Omar yeah. Thomas, yeah, he, with, he did worse for them recently. Yeah. Oh,
2: that's right, he did for their New Year's for show. The New Year's yeah, show. Did. He did a big New Year's show in, in Boston, oh, okay. and, and he like arranged their horn section for them.
0: That's a big thing in Boston, is New Year's shows, because that's yes. Taylor yes. did, oh, yeah. like, like, a lot of people growing up in the New England, Like yeah, New they Year's have shows have a, is it's a big thing.
2: It's like, crazy enough, like in Boston and New Year's, but it's outdoors, they have a big... Right, isn't yeah. it? Outdoors? Boston right? Boston oh, yeah. No, 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 it's at the, um, the Hatch Shell, isn't it? Like on the river, isn't it? Isn't that really good? I don't good? remember. Maybe, maybe was... I'm, I could be like, this could just, be a total distortion. Just merging two, I need to go, guys. That, that's,
1: <laughs> that's,
0: that's,
2: that's definitely where they do 4th of July, Please, but maybe not, Maybe they did do it indoors, but either way, yeah, it was a New Year's.
0: Thing. Boston. On New Year's yes. cannot sound fun outside no matter what. I mean, the mummers
3: <laughs>
1: terrify me. So I see the yeah, mummers going outside. Oh give, give,
0: yeah, no.
2: give, give, give me any, any, any other city besides so, Philly. I love them.
0: Uh, <laughs> you. I love don't Philly. love mummers. They're scary. Yeah, I, They're find,
2: I find them very terrifying. Terrifying.
1: Yeah. It's a it's a weird thing about. It's like I hate the term cultural appropriation, mm-hmm. but seeing like an old Italian dude dress up as an Native American. I don't know. It's It's a little salty. It's a little
0: (laughs) salty. I get that aspect as well. I just... I love heritage. I love Mm -hmm. culture. And Mm -hmm. I know... That is very much that. And it is very much South Philly. It's very much... I try not to say South Philly because it is all of Philly. But, Mm -hmm. like, South Philly really owns it. Until you live across the street from a brigade, which Taylor and I did in South Philly. Oh, my God. And let me Mm. tell you, until you wake up at 6.30 in the morning... From them starting their party oh, to get ready, like 5 o'clock. o'clock. Oh yeah, and Taylor, last year, as musicians, mm-hmm. you have gigs on yours. Right. Mm-hmm. Until you live across one of them. I appreciate yeah. them, but fuck.
2: We lived on South Street... For three years, Oh, yeah. so like New you Year's see them Day was—I mean, it's, New Year's Day is just that—that like insanity, like the, <laughs> anywhere in Philly. I guess. And each
0: mummers is different, like it's so. Right, like the theatrical ones right. are a little bit more Androgynous. And yes. Yeah, yeah, more artistic, and, and there's some artistic. that are like that are just walking around with blackface right. yeah.
1: and you're just like it's like Carson wreck, uh, right, it's like little sebastian i'll oh, come around yes. so
0: eventually maybe yes. <laughs>
1: you know, uh, i just don't get it i, I get love it. that reference
2: <laughs> it's like little sebastian i'll oh, come around again come around. Um, I, I myself don't love parades to begin with, and so like okay. parades with creepy like white—it's actually yeah. the white face that
0: creeps me yeah, out. Yeah, clown ears. Yeah,
2: it's a little like it maybe you know it's a little Pennywise moment happening. Pennywise. Pennywise. <laughs> you know, like, I don't
0: know. Someone's triggered. By it. Um, talking about words that we hate. Um, <laughs> uh, talking about Boston now. I wanted to talk to you, Robbie, about astronaut Amanda Palmer. Yeah. I love Amanda Palmer. Okay. I don't know if this comes from like your rock and roll background of a musician, but I read a few years ago The Art of Asking. And I'm actually rereading it again. Same Same. we
1: just both read it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh it's yeah. it's been a huge catalyst just to for me for us to get out and yeah. do, just do it. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. ask make it can happen, you know,
0: yeah, it's... Ask for the connections, talk to people, mm-hmm. know your worth, understand that asking for money, for, yep. like, asking yes. for what your, your time and your energy and mm-hmm. your effort, like, you are creating visions, you are doing something, so, Absolutely. like, hearing her from, like, painting herself and scooping ice cream and in boston so we're boston, boston yeah York, i Porter know Square,
1: oh my God. yeah well,
2: moving to boston is, is like i'm doubling back the uh question yeah i was i was of dresden dolls like yes. back in the day my friend logan hey girl if you're there <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah my friend logan introduced me to to the dresden dolls boom like before yes virginia came okay out. i Appreciate like her blog. I remember mm-hmm. reading her blogs like back in MySpace days. Yes. Which she used to do the MySpace blogs and mm-hmm. stuff, and I remember reading all that. And I guess I just have kind of followed her through the years and. I've always loved a lot of her music. Like mm-hmm. not, I will say that like not all of it is.
0: No, is not all me. of it is. I no. was
2: surprised to find that I love her new record. Mm-hmm. I I guess I love all of her like full albums. Yeah, all of the albums are really good. The stuff that she's done in between, some like, of like her thing.
0: artistic projects that she that are like meant to be. Meant weird. To be yes. Yeah, And, and, and she's and, finding and like definitely no
2: disrespect yeah. to it. It's just like for me, it, like I'm a producer and I like that. Yeah. I like that record. You know, mm-hmm. I like the record, and that's just that's just my like opinion of it. Yeah, and and just like kind of watching her from all these years like mm-hmm. to where she is now it's just like kind of crazy. But yeah, um...
0: She's also married to my favorite author. So... Oh, you're new. Oh, game no fan. Game. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm a nerd <laughs> <laughs> girl, as if you not already tell oh. we're that was
2: like such a weird thing when they got together I was like what and what so old like,
0: prepared but I they're their they're, loved, they're they together have you ever seen like their videos together of them like in their house with their friends making oh, music and doing stuff they do really I do. did
2: the first time that I saw her I have only really seen her twice but the first time I saw her Neil like came out and did a reading it was kind of a like a random like one off oh, show and I eyes eyes. To, yeah, yeah I this saw movie. that movie. Yeah.
0: <sighs> That's actually an artist who is unapologetically releasing things, and it might not be, yeah. like, polished. No, know no,
2: she, she 100%, like, in the lead-up to this album, yeah. just came out and published, released demos of stuff that she was working on. And, mm-hmm. like, some of the songs that she demoed ended up on the record, and some didn't. I was kind of disappointed it was actually one of the songs that I liked didn't end up on the record. Um, but I think <laughs> she's saving it for, like, a full band record. Gotcha. It had more of, like, a...
0: Needed to be on yeah, its own platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think she's just an inspiration for the fact of everyone should read or listen to the art of asking. I, I, yeah. If you are a creative, Ooh, yeah. yes. Listen to it because like even three to, times yes. at least. I read it in like book form, mm-hmm. um, when it first came out and then I'm listening to it now on audiobook yeah, that's great. just because and she reads it mm-hmm. on audiobook. Oh, no, it's great. And it's yeah. and the emotion that she puts to it and like I love when authors read their own Oh, it's great. Audio books. Yes. But as being a creative, it's just nice to know, humbling and humanizing and kind of finding that relatable like plane to just be like, okay, you're fucking successful. And you've done this by just on a whim of I wanna do this and I wanna do this Mm -hmm. now and now that and like you are like living proof. And all she was was just a person who had a lot of ideas if yep. wanted to execute it and, and, she, yeah. and she mentioned that no one is, is the how we always mm-hmm. ask
1: yeah she talks about no one talks about um, Was oh god the creator of Apple essentially no one talks Steve about Jobs. The, yeah. Steve Jobs Steve yeah. Jobs exactly and no one talks about the garage his parents gave him yeah. Yeah. to be able to Dude. create yeah. this entire thing but without that crucial piece yeah. none or, of or, would um, yeah, it would have happened.
2: why is the Walden guy's name escaping me Again, not an It's always we needed, we we needed, we needed, not we needed. Stranger, Uh Thoreau. She's Throne, talking about yeah. Thoreau and like, well, he's, like living at the pond, but like his mom once a week would bring him like baskets of muffins or something. And, like, yeah,
0: and without those sustainability of muffins. Yeah. Right. Like to fuel. Yeah. Oh, I love her so much. <laughs> There's so many great songs on here. I'm going to be posting I loved also, gay bar Rosie Tucker, something <laughs> yes. like that. We were just
2: listening to Rosie on the way, on the road, on the way here. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Was this
0: a newer?
3: Yeah, Ro-
2: Yeah, actually, like that's like literally, if if I'd have done this playlist last week, that would not have been on it. Been on it, Okay. Yeah,
3: yeah, Body just, rate might have had a chance. Yes. <laughs> I just
2: dis- I just discovered this, so I just discovered Rosie, and I'm being deliberate about using the name Rosie because I don't want to be weird about pronouns. And yes. I, I'm like ninety percent sure. That Rosie uh, is not minor and good by they, they. and I don't want to, like, F that up. Yes, um, of course. So, because well, <laughs> I'm have bad at that, yeah. like, very, it's
0: just... They it's just is great yeah. for uh, everyone. Right, When yeah. I don't know, I just say they. they. And, yeah. Them. Yeah. and it's not offensive, <laughs> or game, it's just... just yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Or person or human of some you sort. <laughs> <laughs> that so, human is making damn <laughs> <of> good music. <laughs>
2: Um, they they just did South by Southwest and, Fuck yeah. and have done shows with um, our friend Sarah uh, Lunati Hotties.
0: You went to the shows with yes. Illuminati hotties. Yeah. Yes. Everyone should check out Illuminati hotties. Oh, yeah. They're yes. on. Um. They're playing some shows with. Is it Screaming Female? Uh, American American football. American football. Mm-hmm. Yes. Some uh amazing. They just did
2: shows. She just. Uh, they just did shows with Lucy Degas. Yes. Again.
0: She is busting her. ass. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. she yes. ta- And she talked about for everyone out there feeling like they underestimate what they're putting out. She talked openly about. Like couch surfing and not having a place to live mm-hmm. yep. and she just moved and like just is doing it yeah. yep. and she is doing it and they're making cool fucking music
2: she also worked on our first record
0: hell yeah, <laughs> first record <she> did. <laughs> yeah. little,
2: little known fact actually like the song so the song, no, the song that we're featuring on here she actually mixed she actually that mixed
0: record oh, yeah she mixed that so song cool. yeah Absolutely. illuminati hotties is a great one i wanted to know more about them and it says, for example, the song "Gay Bar" is about having a good time at a cowboy gay bar in the valley. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, I want to party with you. I just love
2: the lyrics too. Are like really are like really good. Mm-hmm. Like this is a line about uh, like holding on to the upholstery tight is like. Yeah. This is like, like, you've definitely been there. Oh, I love,
0: I was just like, this is a great song. I clicked on it. I had to know more. And as soon as I saw that line, I was like. It's a conversation starter. Mm -hmm. But there's so many good songs. I'm going to be posting the playlist from both of them. There is Radiohead, obviously, Bob Marley, Peter Gabriel. There's Fleet Foxes, one of my favorite indie bands of all time. So good. I'm so happy that you guys came on to the podcast. Um, Everyone has access to the playlist and listen to it where can people find your music and keep up to date with what the music and your so the best place to be our
1: Instagram yes so that's, that's our most concentrated be at the band ivory okay you
3: can find us anywhere at the band ivory, ivory. Okay. Yep. perfect well thank you guys thank you thank you awesome